We take our cases very seriously, but we don't take ourselves so seriously, right? We, we, wanna, we want people to understand that we're humans as well, and it allows us to be able to be very empathetic to our clients' uh, situations. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Michael McCready. Michael, excited to have you on the show. Great. Thanks for having me, Gresh. Looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. You're doing so many phenomenal things. So what I want to do is just read a little bit more about Michael so you can hear about some of those awesome things before we jump right into the interview. A prominent lawyer throughout Illinois and Indiana, Michael has over 30 years of legal experience and is the founder and managing partner of McCready Law. From a very young age, he knew he wanted to be a lawyer who supported everyday people rather than large corporations to help make a difference in the world. And under his leadership, Michael has grown his thriving practice to over 50 employees in four offices, recovering more than $100 million for clients involved in auto, work, and personal injuries. He also serves as a mentor to younger attorneys while also prioritizing community involvement and philanthropic efforts. And the thing I love about Michael is we talked a little bit, he likes backgammon and also wine as well too, if I got that correct, Michael. But I think whenever you're able to kind of balance really doing a great a lot of great work but also being able to give back and make an impact that's truly where i think you reach an incredible spot so michael super excited about all the awesome things you're doing even more excited to have you on the show are you ready to speak to the imco community yeah thanks again gresh absolutely to try to kick everything off i wanted to hear a little bit more on what i like to call your ceo story we'll let you get started with all the awesome work you're working on yeah you know what um being a lawyer you don't really associate that with ceo okay ceos are small businesses or multinational corporations, but a law firm is a business. Historically, it's been a profession, right? The profession of practicing law. Uh, But what I've really gravitated towards in the last, say, 10 plus years is running my law firm like a business. Yes, clients are paramount and we owe our loyalties to our clients and we do the best thing that we can for them. But you know what? If, if, if If a law firm's not profitable, you can't represent clients. And the way to become profitable is to run your business on basic business principles, which require, call it a CEO or a leader. And that's really what I've focused on over the last uh, 10 plus years. Nice. I absolutely love that. And so um, I want to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're serving and working with your clients. Could you take us through like how exactly you're doing that and making that impact? Sure, sure. So when I started, first and foremost, you have to be a good lawyer. Right? You have to know what you're doing. But then beyond that, start learning how to run a small business, start thinking about marketing, and each of these stages I've gone through with my law firm. But recently, now that it's grown, my job as managing partner is to create that culture and create those values and create the alignment of everybody in the firm. Sound familiar? That's what CEOs do, but that's typically not what lawyers do. Lawyers get bogged down in the in the trenches, and as a result, they don't have firms that uh, continue to grow and succeed. So that's been my focus, is to make sure that I create an environment and a culture that encourages everyone, from the person who, the receptionist who answers the phone, all the way up to my senior trial lawyers. 
Yeah, and that's absolutely huge. So I love that you focused on that and you understood how important that is very early on. So do you feel like that's part of what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for yourself, the organization or a combination of both, but is it your ability to understand the, I guess, the difference between building a business and building and being a great lawyer and how to combine those two and, and, and make an impact? Do you think that's part of your secret sauce? Yeah, so there's an expression, you want to spend more time on your business and not in your business. And yeah, there's things that need to be done, the work needs to be done, but the more that you can focus on your practice or on your business, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I marvel at the way you've been able to understand and, and do that. And I, I know when I read your bio, you mentored a lot of younger attorneys that were not maybe as far along or, or trying to get started. Do you feel like that's a lot of what you're imparting on them is just to make sure that they understand those things to, to be able to grow and scale? So one of our firm values, values are important, mission, vision, and values. You've got to have them. They, 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 they will develop organically, but that's a different discussion. But one of our values is mentoring and training. And, and not just within, right? Of course, we take a, a, an active role in training the attorneys at our firm, but it's also giving back to other attorneys, teaching them how to be a good attorney and what a good attorney means. And from my firm, a good attorney is someone who's well-rounded, not somebody who sits behind the desk 80 hours a week. No, we encourage them to get involved in the community. We encourage them to get involved in bar associations and, and those kind of things. We encourage them to get out and teach and train themselves. So that's so ingrained in our culture that everyone who is part of the firm understands that, and that's one of their expectations. And that started with me at the top. Any CEO, it's got to start with you. And if you don't, back up what you're saying and do it yourself, then how do you expect people to follow you? Yeah, absolutely. We so often forget, like in, in terms of being a really great leader, it's a lot of times what you do and, and you know how you create that environment for so many people. Do you feel like by having that as a strong value within your organization, has that really led to some of the success that you all have had? Yeah, I would agree with that statement. I When we're looking at recruiting any anybody for the team, whether it's a case manager or an attorney, we're looking for well-rounded people and attorneys in particular. One of the biggest compliments that someone can pay to me is to get to know them dinner or, and they're like, wow, I didn't even know you were a lawyer. So another one of our firm values is approachability. We want to break the stereotype of lawyers. We don't want to be seen as stuffy or condescending or above. We want people to understand that, yes, we are lawyers, but we're no different than you or I, and we have our hobbies, we have our interests. Now, we take our cases very seriously, but we don't take ourselves so seriously. We, we, wanna, we want people to understand that we're humans as well, and it allows us to be able to be very empathetic to our clients' uh, situations. Yeah, I love that fact that you, you said that we are humans as well, because I say, especially in, in business and a lot of times in life at that, we sometimes forget about the human aspect and we forget about the, the who the people are. And so I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you for what I call a CEO hack. And it could be like start with the why, but what are some apps, books or habits that you have that you feel like makes you more effective and efficient? I'm a big fan of technology and I'm always trying to stay on the cutting edge of whatever is new. And my firm, we try to build in as many efficiencies as possible. If we can build in efficiencies, it frees up everybody else's time to focus on the higher level things. And it's a business principle. You want to be able to do as much 
with as little number of uh, team members and have the team focus on those individualized and unique situations and allow technology and efficiencies to do a lot of the rest. Yeah, I have this phrase that I say a lot of times on the show where I say the systems will set you free. But truthfully, technology is much more dependable and predictable than humans. Analyzing your processes and and allowing technology to make those processes more efficient, I think is my number one hack. Yeah, I, I love that hack. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine or potentially one of those young uh, mentees that you're, you're working with as well. Listen to your team. Okay. It should not be coming top down at all times. All right. Take the time to ask questions. Take the time to actually listen. Your team might not have, it might be a crazy idea or a wacko idea, but you're listening. They're feeling that they're being heard and encouraging that, that two way communication. It's not top down, right? You, You as a leader want to build your team from the bottom up. And not necessarily, once again, enforcing it or bringing it down uh, from the top. Yeah, and I feel like when that happens, it it creates, again, I feel like it feeds right into what you talked about, the values and the culture at that. Because I feel like, especially we all have the things that are gifts or our talents or the things that we can bring to the table. But if there isn't that interconnectedness, that two-way street, as you alluded to, then you don't get the opportunity to feel like you're part of the organization. So I feel like that probably helps support the uh, culture as well. Yeah, absolutely. And as my team has grown, this is not something when it was just myself that I gave any thought to, or even when I had two, three, five employees. This was an evolution. This was learning and and, and making mistakes, right, with uh, team members. Uh, but at a certain point, you, you do have to follow these basic principles. You are nothing without your team, okay? You'll be a CEO of nothing if you don't have dedicated Uh, team members that believe in you and believe in your mission and are capable and competent and want to do and fulfill the vision of the firm. Yeah. And that's such a powerful kind of revelation to have and a kind of reminder at that to to be able to understand that. Do you, I know you alluded to that. Do you feel like that happened like a flip of a switch or was it something that you gradually understood along the journey of you growing, you know, from yourself and then adding on all these people um, and and members of the team? I would say absolutely gradually. It's a process. It's a process. And, And there are great books out there and they can talk about it and you can read about it. But at the end of the day, it's individual actions. Okay, it's my interactions with the team. You have to step back. And yes, you're the CEO, but you have to step back and put yourself into your team's shoes and, 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 and train them and mentor them and encourage them. All of these things which are going to contribute to the overall success. Because at the end of the day, it, it is a business. A CEO is, a business, is, is in charge of a business. And, and you want that business to be successful that business is successful by taking care of your team members. Yeah, absolutely. So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Michael, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being CEO of a law firm is like riding a bike with a monkey on your back and fire being breathed at you and trying to avoid the pot. It's a million things and trying not to crash. I read that metaphor somewhere else and I butchered it. But the point is being able to keep the bicycle 
going in one direction without losing control and trying to get that bike to the finish line, despite all the distractions, all the setbacks, everything that you need to deal with. And then finally, making sure that as you grow, you work with a great team around you. There comes a point that one single CEO can't do everything in the firm. And you need to be able to have the right people beneath you to execute what you want for the firm without you having to do it directly. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Now, Chris, you have to understand is a lot of people listening to your podcast might have very, very small businesses, right? Or one employee or four, five, six employees, and they are functioning as the CEO. At some point, you do have to look in the mirror and decide whether you are the right person to be the CEO. And, and a lot of people are not the right person. Doesn't mean the business won't be successful. You started the business. You need to focus on what you do best. And and being the CEO and running the operations may not be it. And realizing that you're the right person on the bus, but you might be in the wrong seat. And hiring people that complement you and hiring people that fill in your deficiencies. There's things that I don't like to do and I'm not good at. So I've always made a point of hiring people to complement the things that I am good at. Yeah. And I think that plays so much into this word I hear so many times of ego. And sometimes you have Mm -hmm. to have the ego to believe that you can create and make an impact and and do really phenomenal things. But that same ego is like a double-edged sword. It could be what kind of ends up being like a Titanic to you, to your organization, because it doesn't allow you to allow the people to to shine, allow the people to do the really great things because you think and want to do everything when in reality, taking a step back and putting that that ego in the backseat is really what's going to lead to your success. You have to take a long, hard look in the mirror at yourself, okay? You have to know yourself before you can lead a team. And until you get those, until you get knowing yourself and what your strengths are and what you enjoy, it's hard to get people to follow you if if you don't have that vision yourself and if you don't understand who you are and where you want to grow. Yeah, there you go. If not you, then who? There you go. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely love that, Michael. And I truly appreciate that definition, that perspective. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. So so I would encourage any of these people that are that are running their their own business, no matter what size, reach out to someone else, learn and and try to get some pointers on on what you should avoid, what you should do. And like I said, a lot of smart people out there that have been down the road that you're trying to go down. Yeah, absolutely. I think when we understand that and and tap into that, we we start to really marvel at how um, impactful we can be by leaning into the impactfulness, if that's even a word of other people and what they're able to accomplish. So when we're able to marry the two, that's when really phenomenal things happen. And um, for people that want to get a hold of you and your team and all the awesome things you're doing, what's the best way for them to do that, Michael? would be our website okay we've got uh, four physical offices in two states uh, but everything funnels through the website it's www.mccreedylaw.com m-c-c-r-e-a-d-y-l-a-w.com and everything that i've built for the last 25 years is somewhere on that website 
Nice. I absolutely love that. And of course, to make that even easier, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But I think it shows a lot by everything you've been able to, to build and create over the last 25 years. But I think it says even more when you're able to take the time out and have these conversations, but also take time out of your busy time and all the impactful things that you're doing to be able to help out others. So I think that speaks volumes to yourself, your team and who you are as a leader. So I appreciate you for doing that. and appreciate you even more for being on today. Hey, listen, Gresh, if you can inspire one person, right, that's all it takes. We don't need to change the world, but if you make a difference in one person's life, whether it's the podcast you and I are on or one of your other podcasts or me going out in the community, that's all you can help uh, hope for as a human. Yeah, absolutely. And we sometimes forget that a lot of times when we take these moments and we throw them in the ocean, it might just seem like one rock or one pebble, but it starts to reverberate and make an impact on so many more people. So thanks so much for making it easy to make that, that, that ocean go out. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.